Anime Cons TV. I'm Patrick Delahanty. And I'm Svetlana Shmakova. And as we said last week, we went to Crunchyroll Expo and we're here to talk about it. Uh, Crunchyroll Expo took place over Labor Day weekend this year and uh, it's in San Jose, California. They moved from Santa Clara and it was at the San Jose Convention Center, which I've been to for several other conventions. Uh, now, one thing I want to mention before we get into this report is I was told by the press department at Crunchyroll Expo that I would not be able to take video of the convention unless I had a union camera crew. And, well, we're not unionized, so there's no video from this convention, which they seem to indicate it was because of the convention center. And I know this is kind of inside baseball, but they said it was because of the convention center, but I've, as I said, I've been to Big Wow Comic Fest, Sin, uh, Silicon Valley Comic Con, and Fanime there, and video has been no problem. And I saw other people taking video of Snapchats and Instagram stories and stuff, so it was pretty frustrating to be stuck to still images. I but, accidentally took a video for my parents. I forgot that we weren't supposed to. Shh, don't tell anyone. So, anyway, that's why this is all still images. Um, but anyway, um, this is my second time at Crunchyroll Expo, and your first. My first. Uh, what was your impression? I enjoyed it. I uh, was really happy with their choice of music. I believe it was K-pop, uh, blasting at full volume. Uh, I happened to enjoy that, so yay. Yeah, when you come in, they've got a DJ in the mm -hmm. main lobby. I danced my way to the dealers. Yeah, and so you can hear the music throughout the main concourse, and uh, unless we were right in front of it, it wasn't too loud. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you mainly wanted to hit up the artist alley again. Artist alley and food. That's really that's how I roll. <laughs> yeah. Art and food. That's my thing. Uh, yeah, Artist Alley, I really enjoyed it, uh, the, again, a lot of fan art, so if you're, like, any fandom you're into, you will find what your heart's desire in that, uh, in that alley. A lot of amazing artists, just, uh, everybody looked professional, and the merchandise that they had, uh, like, I would not be able to tell that this was fan-made. Uh, a lot of the charms and... Uh, T-shirts, uh, pouches, uh, all kinds of just things with your favorite characters on them. Uh, even I, who does not usually shop for fan art, happened to find something that I wanted. Uh, this is Moomin, uh, shirt um, drawn by my friend uh, Moj Khan. And so yeah, if uh, <laughs> there is a fandom that you're currently into, uh, go to Crunchyroll, you will find something that you want in the Artist Alley. Well, their Artist Alley was a lot bigger this year than it was last year. Yes, again, we had the stroller with our mm. little boy. Yeah, we didn't have too much trouble getting through the aisles. Uh, well, the aisles, one of the complaints I had last year was the aisles were way too narrow in the Artist Alley. But this year, they had it in a much bigger room, they had a lot more artists, and they were evenly spaced. And so it was a lot easier to get up and down and through. Uh, last year it was in the Santa Clara Convention Center and the, the ballroom they had it in was just too small. 
and one of the aisles, it was literally three people wide. And this year is a lot wider, much better, it's much improved. Uh, one thing that was weird, uh, do you remember the uh, group of gentlemen, I think they were dressed up as the ninja from Naruto, and they just started dancing in the middle of the one of the aisles. And me with the stroller, I'm like, oh, do I go this way? How do I get past them? Because they were just, somehow, there was only three of them, but somehow they took up the entire wide aisle with their dance. Uh, which was nice, the dance was amusing, <laughs> but like I wanted to get past. Uh, but I don't know how a convention would solve that, because yeah, that's an that's... F&D thing. And yeah, there were a couple times where uh, I'd have trouble getting through the aisle just because there was a group of people that happened to pass through, but it you could usually get around. Guy. And, yeah, but you usually could get around. And, yeah, no. Uh, they had uh, several cut-throughs, so you could get to the next aisle without having to go all the way to the end. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, yeah. and so I discovered that if I wanted to get uh, around, it was easier to just cut through and go back and forth than go mm -hmm. up and down. <laughs> And I went back, uh, like, as, again, as, as an artist who used to exhibit uh, in Artist Alley, uh, I noticed that there was a lot of space behind the tables as well mm. for artists to put their stuff down and not have to encroach on the space of the other artist. Um, and actually, while well, I went to and talked to my friend uh, behind her table, and I was able to fit there, you know, me, the stroller, and then you came in too, and they were there. And there was space for everybody, uh, so it wasn't cramped. And that's thank you, Crunchyroll. That's well done. And uh, now their artist alley took up a third of the exhibit space. So artist alley is over here, and this rest is uh, the vendors, the dealers' room mm -hmm. part. Um, and in the corner of the artist alley, the far corner, there's the what they dubbed the artist alley stage, which was just a very very small stage that didn't get used throughout the weekend. There's nothing scheduled there. So yeah, sure I wonder if they had some impromptu stuff that we missed. Or I'm wondering if they had planned to use it for something, but then just never ended up scheduling anything there. Or, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but there were tables back there where you could uh, just sit down and rest, or when All you got All of them were taken, so... Yes, yeah, that's... Or when you got something to eat, you could bring it They were it down very popular. Eat. Yeah. Um, the vendors were just usual stuff. There was a lot of plushies. Like if you ever wanted a plushie, you were in luck. I happen to be done with plushies in this life. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, another plushie. Or if you just wanted to jump into a pool full of plushies. Oh, yeah, that was great. So the, there was a pool of banana plushies. Yeah, and so you could just... And a line out the door to take a picture of yourself in a pool of banana plushies. <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't do it because the line was yeah, too the long. Line was too long. I didn't need a picture of me surrounded by, but that was fun. Didn't you? Uh, now, as with last year, Crunchyroll stuff seems to dominate the dealership. They have a huge booth here selling merchandise uh, in their uh, VRV or is it Verve? I've I only seen it written. I've never actually. Yeah. Uh, they had a tunnel which was. That was neat. Bright colors in this white tunnel, mm -hmm. and it was kind of like a little museum. Like a gallery, sort of, yeah. A gallery, yeah. Like a conceptual art gallery. Uh, in, the, uh, in the back of the dealer's area, they had 
the food hall where they had some food vendors. There was uh, free cotton candy. Yeah. They had takoyaki. Yeah, I really appreciated how it wasn't generic con food where it's like, oh, here's hot dogs and burgers. No, yeah. they had actual, you know, convention themed, hey, here's some uh, Japanese food. Literally convention themed because Voodoo Donuts was there and had like a Crunchyroll donut. Yeah. And uh, then there was another vendor selling a, a variety of other entrees, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which that line was huge. Yeah, takoyaki was amazing. Yeah. I got the Osaka flavor. Oh, so good. And uh, there was also an arcade area where they had video games set up in this little corral. Mm. And uh, at the far end of the dealer's room, they had the autograph area. And so at different times during the day, different guests would be there to... And it seemed like the lines were well managed. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they had uh, different numbers so they could just change the guests out. And oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, and they, As a former guest, I appreciate a well-managed guest line. Yeah, they had a lot of guests. If we look at the list here, it's uh, multiple pages. It's two pages of the program guide. Mm -hmm. And they've got these big uh, profiles here. Very good photos, and It says who they are and it has their Twitter. Um, what I would have liked to have seen is more actual bios in here. Even just a short bio, because like it says, this person's actress. I'll look them up on Wikipedia. Yeah, you know, how about like a handful of titles this person's been in or something? Um, character designer. I wonder if that's in the app. Well, I'm sure it is. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they're really encouraging people to download the Crunchyroll Expo app. It's in here in this show guide, um, which you kind of have to do because this show guide has a map. It's got the list of guests and it's got ads. And that's it. If you want to know uh, what panels are happening or uh, a description of panels, who these guests are, it's not going to tell you. You just have a map in here. So, yeah, this. We didn't use this because there was nothing in here no. to use. <laughs> um, and uh, although, speaking of the map, I did notice a big improvement this year because last year one of my complaints was that they gave all the event rooms cutesy names. I don't remember any offhand, but it was like the Otago Room and the, the uh, Kabuki Room or something. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. And here, they actually stuck with convention center room designations. So they had uh, main stage 220A, there's uh, 210H, 210G, and you might be wondering, well, what does that matter? Because when you're at the convention center, they have signs that the convention center has put up on the ceiling pointing to different room numbers in different places. And if you've renamed the rooms that aren't using those, those signs are useless. So by using the convention center's designation for these rooms, you don't need to put up your own signs. You can use the convention center to help you tell people where these rooms are. Thank so, you for making our lives easier. Yeah, and I remember last year, it's like, oh, here's an interesting panel that's in this room. And then I'd have to look up every time on the map, where is that? Is that this one or this one? It was really annoying and frustrating, but they fixed that for this year. Really thankful.
Um, and, and that's been one of my complaints about other conventions that just rename it like, oh, this is in panel one, which is in meeting room five. What? No, <laughs> call it panel five. Um, and so, yeah, it was easy to find the stuff. Good layout. Mm -hmm. And uh, they did have panels, and uh, they had, uh, you, you'd have to find on their website or in the app what these panels are. Uh, I was in one, Johnny Weir, the Olympic oh, yeah. figure skater, was uh, doing a panel on sports anime. They had him last year, so it was good to see him back. Mm -hmm. He's really into it. He's uh, good to see a professional athlete uh, into anime and actually participating in the community. So when That's you get cool. there, uh, they did have people go through security. Uh, so you had to have your bag checked and go you through a metal detector. It. And it was pretty quick. It's mm -hmm. essentially what you'd go through getting into a baseball game. It wasn't a whole pat down with the T-pose the and, and all that. And uh, so yeah, they, they, and we had a stroller with us mm -hmm. and that was painless. Uh, I expected like, oh no, we're gonna have to do it. Take him out. Yeah, take him out. Him and, oh. check his no, it was it was fine. They just poke through with flashlight and okay, you're all set. And, uh, but then after you go through security, you tap your badge to get in, and a little there's a little tone, bing, and a green light. Mm -hmm. And uh, I presume it would be like a red light if it's not real or something. Right, right. And then you have to tap it to the get out. The siren goes off. <laughs> yeah. So you tap to get out. And that way the convention center knows, or the convention planners know, how many people are actually in the convention at a time. Uh, they have a good gauge of their attendance. And uh, they can also, you know, prevent because it's got the RFID, it helps prevent uh, issues with forgeries from people make, printing up fake badges. And, uh, it, uh, you know, I've been to conventions where they've used RFID and it hasn't worked great. Uh, the first Silicon Valley Comic Con, it was terrible. And I think they abandoned it halfway through because uh, the, the tap system wasn't working, it just kept crashing, and so people who had left weren't able to tap out, so they'd come back in and it would be like, no, you're already in here, oh. you can't get back in. And so they just kind of like, just started looking at the badges and uh -huh. forget the... But here it worked fine, it didn't cause any backups, just boom, you're in. And uh, we're told they could also use it for their fulfillment system, so when you've got some crunchy old merchandise, mm -hmm. you had to go pick it up, you just tap your badge, they know who you are and uh, all your info and can just get you your stuff. Oh, they also had, I forgot to mention this, they had those photo photo booth areas where oh, people yeah, could that go was cool. and uh, pose in front of different backgrounds, and that was a cool thing to see. Mm -hmm. And uh, Apparently the lines were really huge for it uh, the day before we came. Yeah, uh, we talked to a friend that was working one of the booths, and he said that, uh, he was at the, the, the tunnel, the colors, and he said that on well, the convention ran Saturday, Sunday, Monday, because it's Labor Day and Monday is the holiday. Uh, he said Saturday it was packed, and then Sunday, not so much. And the theory is that, well, everybody does it once, so they go through Saturday, and then they don't need to do it again Sunday. So I suspect that the photo booths were packed on Saturday, mm -hmm. and then Sunday it's like, oh, we already did that. Right. So, tip. If you're wearing the same costume Saturday and Sunday, just do it Sunday. Yeah. 
Do it the second day. Let everybody get it out of Less their system waiting. the first day. Yeah, yeah. It gives you more time to do other stuff. The costumes were amazing at this one, also. Yeah, yeah. And they have a great costume contest. I wish I could have got footage of it, but you can see last year's costume contest. They get the whole thing posted in our extras feed. Um, and uh, usually talk about food in the area too. And uh, oh yes, let yeah. us tell you about an amazing ice cream shop that was recommended to us by a friend. I thought you'd want to bring this up. Oh my gosh! Uh, so it's called Cream, and it's uh, you should explain the directions because I am directionally challenged. But it's what, some of the best ice cream I have ever it, had. It's on the same street as Johnny Rockets. It's just up. Another block. It looked like a 10 feet by 10 feet little place. Oh, it's place. tiny. It's yeah. so small. But yeah, the ice cream is amazing. So do yourself a favor and just walk over there. Well, they, it's not just ice cream. They do ice cream sandwiches. That's right. We didn't do the sandwich. I forget what, cream is an acronym. And I forget what it stands for. Cookies, really, I don't know, so, something. Really good. And uh, yeah, so they... You get to pick the type of cookie you want, the type of ice cream you want, and they make you a little ice cream milk sandwich. Milkshakes. Also, Johnny Rockets is there. That's a chain. I but don't yet, care. I love their milkshakes. There, there's plenty of places to eat in downtown San Jose. And if you've been to Fanime or Silicon Valley Comic Con, you've probably discovered a lot of these places. But uh, short walks and uh, usually no lines. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, as for the the crowds at this convention, um, the exhibit hall was larger than w what we saw at SAC Anime because we went to both conventions on the mm -hmm. same weekend. So and they're both two hours apart, as we mentioned in our last report. And so a lot of people were wondering, like, would Crunchyroll Expo hurt SAC Anime's attendance? Would SAC Anime hurt Crunchyroll Expo's attendance? And Somehow they both made out okay. Yeah, they both, they both made out okay. Uh, Crunchyroll's exhibit hall is roughly 55,000 feet larger. Um, I, and I think, well that also includes the autograph area, the food vendors, and the, the artist aisles. alley tables. Uh, and those are things that weren't in SAC Anime's uh, exhibit hall because they were in other rooms. Mm -hmm. Um, or they didn't exist, like those food vendors and the Argus Alley tables. Uh, so when you take that out, it's probably close to the same size for vendors and artists. I think Crunchyroll had more artists. Yes. If you, if you do like percentages, I think mm -hmm. it's more artists for Crunchyroll. Um, Crunchyroll had the bigger vendors. It had, well, obviously Crunchyroll, but there were some uh, well, well, at, at Sack Anime, you get a lot of pop vinyl figures. Mm -hmm. You've got a lot of T-shirts and plushies. There's a lot of variety, I thought, at Sack Anime. Yeah, but it's a lot of that sort of stuff. And Crunchyroll seemed to have more industry, more bigger booths. Mm -hmm. Whereas Sack Anime, it's a lot of smaller booths. Um, and as far as attendance goes... I haven't seen official numbers from either, but based on the crowds at SAC Anime and uh, what I saw in panel rooms and what I saw in event spaces and just outside SAC Anime, I 
pretty sure that convention had more people. Second enemy had? Yeah. And would you think so too? Because you were, you saw... Well, it's difficult to judge because we went, you know, on a Saturday to Sec Anime. Yeah. And we went on a slower day to Crunchyroll. We, so. went, we went on the second day to both conventions. Yeah, that's, but Saturday is the bigger day for I know, it wasn't the same day, yeah. and Saturday could have been the bigger day for... People just used to go to the con on Saturday, so I think that may have affected the Sunday Yeah, events, but sure. people have Monday off I guess anyway, we'll find so, out when the numbers come. But, uh... It seemed yeah, about the same to me. But the... See, I'm going... The, the hallways at SAC Anime were packed, going up and down the escalators when the escalator worked. And uh, just the crowds outside the vendor's room. And I know it's a different layout, but uh, it may be that Crunchyroll is more spread out, but it really seems packed. And even just the cosplay gatherings, there's so many people there, so many cosplayers, so many photographers, and I didn't see large crowds of cosplayers. Even when I go to Fanime at this uh, facility, Outdoors, outside the convention center, packed with people uh, taking pictures and posing for costumes. Maybe that's what it was, was like on Saturday for Crunchyroll. Maybe, but... I would like to there, wait for the numbers before I... Uh, I'm pretty sure that Sakami had larger numbers. Alright, how pretty is sure? sure? Do you want to bet me 10 bucks? Yes. Alright, we're betting 10 bucks. Yeah, Tune I'm in to sure. find out who won. Uh, and I didn't go to Fanime this year, but based on previous years, Fanime was larger. Uh, Silicon Valley Comic Con, undoubtedly larger. That thing is too crowded. It fills every inch of that convention center, and they should cap their attendance <laughs> because it's dangerous. Uh -huh. And I will not go to that convention anymore. That's how they don't dangerous have a it is. Uh, Fire Marshal probably is on vacation that day or something, oh. but. It's hard to get into panels at that one because mm -hmm. uh, it's just. Is it like Dragon so... Con level? Yes. Uh. And it's not as good as Dragon Con. Uh, anyway, the. Oh, I, you know, I, Crunchyroll Expo did fill up their main events room for a number of events. I will give them that. Um, so much that I couldn't get in. <laughs> I want to see something. It's like, no. Like, well, can I just get a photo? No. Can I just stand outside the door and point the... No! <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so, I don't like waiting in lines. Did you flash your press badge? Yeah, they didn't care. Oh, okay. Uh, so the press could be treated a little better? I, I, I wasn't really annoyed with that. Um, if I really wanted to see it, I could have gotten there earlier. But um, the, the, the not video thing really annoyed me. Especially since it wasn't in their policies at all, anywhere, for the regular attendees. Mm -hmm. So, I was, the whole time I was like, if I was just a regular attendee, I could take video, apparently. Huh. So, we'll see. Uh, anyway, but overall, Crunchyroll Expo, it was a lot of fun. Yes, I enjoyed it. I'd like to go back. Yeah. Uh, next year, it's on Labor Day weekend again. Woohoo! So it's good that Sack Anime moved to June. Yeah. So it will not be the same weekend again. So I don't want to do two cons on the same weekend again. 
So, yeah, if you were at Crunchyroll Expo, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail. Please leave us a voicemail. Just call the number and tell us in like 30 seconds, a minute, what you thought of the convention. Our number is 762-ADEQUATE. That's 762-233-7828. Or you can email us at podcast at macons.tv. If you're watching this on YouTube, just leave comments down below. Uh, if it's on Facebook, also comments. Or just, you know, send us a tweet at AnimeCons TV. And uh, you've got uh, something coming up that people should know about. Oh, yes. In, in October? I have a book coming out in October. At the end of October, it's done. I'm free. Yeah, it's <laughs> sent to the printers and it's called? It's called Crush. It will be out at the end of October, either 17th or 31st. Uh, websites seem to Before it. Halloween for Halloween. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Yeah. I hear my stuff is good. Crush. And you can find the links to that on her website at svetlania.com. Yes, thank so you for maintaining that. Yeah. Pre-order that and uh, maybe you can catch her at a convention and she'll sign it for you. Yeah. Uh, she's also got Awkward and Brave and so this is like the third one in that series. So if you liked Awkward and Brave, Crush. Uh, anyway, um, we won't be back next week. Next week, it's Doug. Oh, Doug. Yeah, he's got an episode coming up, and so I forget what he said he's going to talk about, but I'm sure it's awesome. Uh, he does good stuff. Yeah, and so uh, we'll see you again next time. Thanks for watching. <laughs>